that's per, per transition right to the podcast. Talking Toastmasters, Angela Nuss. That that is your podcast. Uh, yes, you've sir. been going. You've been going at two years, which is yes. incredible. Um, I knew you had it in you. Uh, you you do you do a great job. Um, your numbers are getting better, which is always impressive to see. Thank um, you. You are very on top of it. A lot of people with podcasting quit about after only two months because they know how much work it is. But no, you stick. You stick with it. You know, you have constant guests. You have a process down. So, talk to me about. Let's start. Let's actually start with Toastmasters before we actually get into the podcast. Toastmasters, international organization. From what I understand is it's an organization kind of helped for public speaking, more more than anything else. So, kind of give us give, give, fill in the blanks there. What what Toastmasters is as an organization and how and how you got involved. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Toastmasters is an international nonprofit organization helping people become better communicators and leaders. That's my version of what the whole official thing is. You can go to toastmasters.org to get the official thing, but that's essentially what it boils down to. Public speaking, stage fright, people who might need to make presentations for work. One of my neighbors growing up, she joined. She used to be a very fast talker and she has slowed her rate of speed down considerably. And it was way better. And it's funny because we were riffing the other night, just chatting, riffing, um, during our meeting at our break. And I was like, I said something. And she's like, I talked slow, didn't I? I was like, yeah, but if, even if you talked fast, I've known we've known each other since we were five. I'm like, even if you talk fast, I will still understand you because I've known you that long. <laughs> but um, you make friends. You get to meet colleagues. There's corporate clubs. There's most of them are public or community clubs. There's some at colleges and universities. There's advanced clubs for those who've been in Toastmasters a little bit longer and have made their way through the program. There's also clubs for leadership. Those are even more rare, like leaders of districts and stuff, people who've held various leadership roles. It's an advanced club kind of, but for those who are leaders. Then there's specialty clubs. So for instance, I don't even know. I've read about some of them. Like they're starting a Mandarin club. I want to say an English Mandarin club here in the greater Boston area. Um, Some of the international clubs have both English and the native language and they, some alternate, like one meeting will be all in the native language. One will be all in the, all in English. And then the others might be a mix. So it's very interesting. I haven't visited any international clubs a couple of my friends have, one of whom is actually fluent in Spanish. So it was very exciting for her to see. And hopefully she'll be on my podcast to talk about that eventually. Um, yes. <laughs> She's going to fill out the form and we just schedule it. But she's like, I definitely want to be on. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I, we have an international convention every year. I go to those. I went to one of those in person. Sorry. We have District 31 Toastmasters at district31.org. Uh, serving east most of Massachusetts, the eastern, as opposed to the westernmost. Um, in all of Rhode Island, we have our annual in-person, virtual, hybrid, whatever you want to call it now, conference. It is hybrid. We do have a day in person. Uh, that is hybrid a little bit, but parts of it. The networking's not as hybrid, obviously, when you're in person and doing photo booths and whatnot, but it is a lot of fun. I've made a lot of friends. I got a colleague, a work colleague out of it. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that at all, but that's awesome. Um, they actually sponsor, they're one of my 
few sponsors of my podcast at the moment and I'm working on getting more sponsors by uh one of my friends is a social media guru and he uh, gave me some tips, which as you know, I followed up with you and we uh, compiled the list of facts about the podcast and uh, some numbers and whatnot. And so I'm just working on that next. I uh, was a little sidetracked last year because I spent four months over the summer studying for my real estate broker's license, which you start as a salesperson. And then once you've been in the industry working for three years, at least 25 hours a week, you're then eligible to go for your broker's license. And you know me, I just go for it. <laughs> and that's the highest you can go. So um, I did that. And then two weeks later, as you know, I got COVID. So I got a little, had a few setbacks last year, but I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job of getting back on track and where I expected to be two or three months ago, I am now. So I'm feeling pretty confident in my systems and doing what I want to be doing and all these little behind the scenes things that I really wanted to get done in the fall and winter, but didn't quite get all of them done in the fall. Well, the most, the most important thing with any podcast I tell anybody is consistency, right? As hmm. long as, as long as you're consistent, as long as you hit your deadlines, you know, it's okay to falter every now and then, but especially yours, yours is a monthly podcast. You do not want to miss a month because people will just drop off, right? People are expecting an episode. They don't get it. You know, they're going to forget about it and they're going to fill something else for the, fill that time. Like mine's weekly. Um, plus a bunch of other content I have. So if I miss a week, it's not the end of the world because I have so much goddamn content out there. Mm -hmm. It can fill, it can fill the void. Um, oh. <laughs> you have a lot of content out there. Yeah. Kid. <laughs> but you, you, you always hit your deadlines. You know, you never miss a month. So that's very, very important. Who's, whose idea was the podcast? Was it you, you came to me or did I go to you? Well, here's the funny thing. I'll answer that in a second. But last summer I was going to skip a month and you're like, oh no, you're not. And I was like, <laughs> I'm studying, man. <laughs> this is a little more important. Nope. You're not skipping a month. And I think that was like, I was on the cusp of the, my 25th episode and I was yep. like, Oh, that makes sense. I'm so close to 25. And that's like it's a, a sign of a good producer right here. I'll pat myself on the back for that one. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. So what happened was I started in Pathways back in the summer of 2020. Mm -hmm. I finished the old educational program, which we won't talk about. And I, since I got my Distinguished Toastmaster Award, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go through and order level one, two, three. But let's find an elective that I can work on for work. So I went through. Came up with like five or six electives, ran them by dad, and he goes, podcast. Did you know William has a podcasting company? And I was like, well, I know he hosts a podcast. And then I reached out to you, and the rest is history. Oh, well, there we go. Good old Uncle Jay, always looking out for me. Well, so what's um, what's the best part? What's the most rewarding part about your podcast? Yeah, from your experience, right? Someone who had no experience in it. You know, you didn't, did you listen to podcasts here and there beforehand, or is something just brand new, hop right into it from scratch? Here and there, I originally wanted to do a blog, like mm -hmm. in the back of my mind for like a decade. I want to write a blog. I want to write a blog. And then I'm like, you know, podcast would be better because I can talk to people and be interactive. Audio blog, so yeah. I think one of the best parts for me is interacting with people and getting to know them, learning their experiences. And there are a couple of people who I didn't know and I was like, in real life, we'd be friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, let's stay in touch. Or they're like, hey, we need to be friends and stay in touch. So that's pretty cool. I remember finishing up with one woman and I was like, I think this was one of my best interviews ever. And she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, because she asked some great questions of me. Like it was really, 
it was just really good. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Not that any of them are any better than the others. You know, I don't play you can, favorites. You can tell. Sometimes when you when, sometimes when you stop hitting record and you kind of just sit back, you can, you know, you know the good ones. You know yeah. the bad ones. But you also, you, you definitely know the good ones. And sometimes what you think is bad gets released and it turns out to be really good. So sometimes the ones you think are bad are actually the better ones. So, Yeah, you know. it's interesting because of the numbers. Like we keep track. I'm a numbers person if anybody hasn't figured that out yet. I'm a numbers mm-hmm. person and a huge goal person. So like the 25th episode was a big one for me and hitting numbers and stuff. And when you ever gave me the numbers and I was like, Sean's episode is like one of the top three pretty consistently whenever you give me a number. And I was like, yeah. Well, he was the first one, but then the rest of my top five are scattered. Yeah, they're all scattered. It's weird. Sometimes, also numbers, people talk about numbers all the time. It's very difficult to get accurate numbers about podcasting. So, like, that's just based off what I have. It mm-hmm. could be more. You know, it's it's just, it's hard to tell because it's on so many platforms. It has to aggregate through all these different platforms. Plus, I took the feed and distributed to some other platforms that weren't available through through Anchor. Um, mm-hmm. so it's on more platforms. And I just don't have access to those numbers. So it probably is more. There's just no way for me to actually know and no way for me to actually know if these numbers are hundred percent accurate. So, okay. So I can just add plus to all of them. Plus, yeah. Plus, this, plus, plus, plus how many, I don't know. I would say probably add your average, right? Whatever your average is, it's, it could be plus or minus that average. Actually, no, don't want to be minus. Probably be plus because it's, it is available more places, but you know, the big ones are there. Apple, iTunes, um, Apple and iTunes, the same thing. Spotify, Google, Amazon, you know, those are the, the big platforms. You want to make sure you're there, which you are. And um, I would say those yeah. ones are pretty accurate. So, yes. Yeah. Spotify gave me some numbers last year at the end in December. I was, oh, the rap. Yeah. Oh my the God. Rap, that was amazing. The rap I was is like, pretty oh. cool. <laughs> so now when people ask, I'm like, wherever you listen to podcasts, including, but not limited to this, this, and Spotify. <laughs> Yeah, the goal. I always goal put Spotify sh- in. Well, the goal should be like, right? Because, like, how do you listen to podcasts? What platform do you use? Me? Yeah, you. Personally? Yeah, if, if you listen to a podcast, what platform do you go to? I kind of actually go to wherever the podcast is. Like, if someone has a platform, like for yours, I like to watch them mm-hmm. and listen, you know, go back and forth. So I go to YouTube and get your playlist. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm not see- like registered on any of the other of the platforms or whatever. So I could listen to one on Spotify or, or just go to someone's and wherever it's hosted, that's where I am. Cause I've listened to four or five other podcasts before I even started podcasting. And right. I probably have about a dozen or so, maybe 15 in my podcast saved folder. So you go to where, where you find it first. Yeah. Like, so mo- mo- usually it's probably their website then. Yeah, like their website. Like website of YouTube. Okay, interesting. So you, yeah. so you were the first person to ever tell me that because, and I mentioned this, I mentioned this to everybody because people listen to podcasts differently, right? Mm-hmm. I listen to all of my podcasts on Stitcher because I have Android. It's an Android app and I like the way it's organized. I can download things. Like I just like, I just like how I, it's user, very user-friendly to what I like, right? Most people, iTunes or Spotify, normal. Um, mm-hmm. Other people, you know, one guy used Google. I said, okay, cool. You're that one person who uses Google Podcasts. Congratulations. You prefer the website or you prefer YouTube. So that's very fascinating. I did not know that, but I'm glad I know, I'm glad I know someone actually look out, yes. looks out for websites. Because me, from it's like, I get why people put it on the website, but it's like, for me, I'm never going to sit on your, your website where that you is and watch your podcast. I'll find it where I find it. Well, you want to hear something else? Please. 
I like to listen from the very first episode. Oh, so you find one, you start back at the beginning? Yep. I'm a little weird like that. Oh, no, I get that. I did see during COVID, I did that with the Lord of the Rings YouTube channel. Shout out uh, Men of the West. They're a phenomenal YouTube channel. This Lord of the Rings history and lore channel. And like, I listened to a few, I watched a few of his videos and I was like, I got, I got to go back to the beginning. I won't do that for podcasts typically unless like, unless they're a narrative based, a lot of the podcasts listen to are topical, but if they're narrative based and I can go, can I go back to the beginning or they're just like on a science or whatever, you know, I can go back to the beginning, but that's sometimes it's hard because sometimes they have years and years and years of catalogs. Like me, my catalog was well a year. 2021 is the first talking with Tarashik episode. So. I'm glad you like it. 50 something? This is, you're going to be 53. Oh God. So. Yeah. I, uh, I think I've listened to about 15 or 16 of yours. I know my cousin Michael was 19. I did skip around a little bit. That's fine. Well, that's, that's, that's the point, right? My podcast is designed to skip around a little bit. But you know what? I'm loving it because you're like bringing me into your world. And so I'm learning more about you. Like you've interviewed a couple of your former colleagues uh, Luke, who does, you guys gave me a shout out on Luke's. Yep. Because uh, he does the editing for my podcast. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be other people. Mr. Fretz, I think it was. Mr. Fretz. Yeah, Canadian. Fretz. Yes, that was hilarious. Because uh, you're like, he's like, how'd you think I was a science teacher? <laughs> I don't know. The name Mr. Fretz. We, we were live. We were live. The name Fretz came up. And I was like, sounds like a science teacher. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was watching Breaking Bad. I don't know. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. It sounds science-y a little bit, I guess. Yeah, Fretz, yeah. James, James Fretz. It's very interesting. I'm playing with my hair <laughs> again. But actually, one of my friends who is a runner, and she does these long-distance things, she actually was on my podcast. Shout out to Shannon, one of my first guests, one of my early mm-hmm. guests. Um, she, uh, she said, oh, I downloaded a couple of your episodes to listen to while I'm running. And I'm like, you what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to download a podcast episode to my phone. I'm like, that's something else to figure out later. But I thought that was interesting. I'm like, so she downloaded it and probably listened to like three or four episodes and probably played them over and over because she was just running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. Maybe that's why she has so many lessons. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do, do you hear a lot about people in real life? Like mentioning, like Toastmasters, right? You go to a meeting from Toastmasters or something. Do, do, they, do they bring it up? Not usually here and there because it's that's that's a weird thing, right? Because you, I make a lot of posts on LinkedIn because it's yeah. you have to and it's annoying, but it's a lot annoying. of a lot of a lot of people who I would not think or like looking at them or watch them go up to me and like in real life and go, "Hey, man, you know, pat on the back or whatever, nice nice job, right?" That's that's weird. That's that's still a little weird to me. Like people just telling me about the podcast in real life, it's it's awkward. It's very awkward. People tell me they like the podcast. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just a huh. weird, a weird will thing. Like someone tell me, like um, they listen to it, they enjoy it. And back when my comments, like, why? <laughs> well, I know some of my friends, especially the ones who've been on, have listened to several of my podcasts or most of my episodes. Mm. Like some of my early friends, they were like, "Yeah, I'm listening to all of them." And I don't know if they dropped off or whatnot, but that was helpful. And it was right nice to know that at least they were listening. Yeah. You know, I know your mom says she listens to all your podcasts. And I was like, does she listen to all of mine? I forgot to ask her. But I think she had said she was going to listen to mine. So. 
that's cool. It's cool when uh, family members are like, hey, I listened to a couple episodes of your podcast. Like, mm-hmm. thanks for the support. I appreciate it. 